is happening now? We're about to send you back to the future! <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Back to the Revuture, the show in which we take a classic film that one of us or both of us might not have seen and we take a look at it now. I'm Amber Inch. And I'm Drew Bridger. Yay! Yay! You always know that when we do it this way round, we go, Yay! <laughs> Afterwards, that usually means that Amber has done an intro, and if Amber's done an intro, then it's one that she's picked, which you were saying for a while was something of a rare occurrence. What was... Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you always pick the films and they're always rubbish and they're never <laughs> ones that I like. Yeah, you always pick films that you don't think I'm going to like for some reason and then wonder why I don't like them or I'm miserable about the film. Well, no, I always pick... No, here's <laughs> the thing. I always pick films that... Well, I hope that you might like. In the hopes that it's something that will spurn a new craze, if you will, it's for you. It's worked a few times. It's worked a I few mean, times. I just don't think we're going to capture that Karate Kid magic for no. you again. No. Like episode two, I don't we know did Karate Kid. <laughs> and it's just like nothing has hit the same since. Episode two? Yeah. Oh, Episode two, we did. It the went downhill kid. fast. <laughs> wow! Yeah, I know, right? Well, well I know, but the Goonies for the first episode was okay. Was all right, and I thought, mm. oh yeah, because people have been going on about that a lot. So um, mm. that's a film that's kind of you expect, you kind of expect to like that because of how popular it is. Absolutely. But I didn't expect yeah. to like Karate Kid purely for the fact that it's called Karate Kid, and I was just like, I'm not interested in karate, so I just didn't think that I was going to like it. But man, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Man, oh man. I was wrong about that. <laughs> Did that turn things around quick? We're going to make a... Um, we were talking about this before. We're going to make a line of merch that's like, I'd rather be watching and then put in your favourite film on it. So I'm going to be saying, every time I go to the cinema, it's going to be like, I'd rather be watching Karate Kid. I'd rather be yeah. watching this. <laughs> now, this was an idea that you that we were talking about right before the film that we watched for this episode. And at the top of this show, I do want to say, much like our last episode, oh boy, we are still in the midst of a heat wave at the moment. It is hot. It's not as bad, but it's, it's still quite bad. It's died down. It's died down a lot, but it is still, you know, at night and it's still 19 degrees C. Yeah. Pretty bad. Now, there are going to be people all over the world going, oh, if you think that's hot, then you should be here in this place well, at yeah, this time but i'm not and it's like okay <laughs> great but what you forget is that the british infrastructure <laughs> yeah, the way that we I build houses up in that place so i'm not used no. to it so it's different houses in britain are designed to keep heat in <laughs> yeah. because we have insufferable winters <laughs> every winter we are we are by design our houses are meant to keep heat in in at all times in a heat wave that's not what you want no. so if you can hear our little fan going again <laughs> there he is off there cheering us on thank you thank you little fan then um that's probably why because again much like our last episode we'd, we'd rather not die 
on air. Yeah, of heat exhaustion. Yeah. I mean, it might be funny while it happens. It's not that funny. I might start hallucinating or something. If you can't see us, then it's not going to be funny. Yeah, I know. I mean, I just thought I might say some, like, really crazy stuff right before I pass out. I don't know. It'd make for good content. Oh, like people would even think anything was different. (laughs) Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, crazy stuff like, hey, let's watch the Police Academy movies. Oh, don't Why do you even make me watch that racist pile of poo? Well, hey, look. I'm only ever looking for things that will try and capture that karate kid magic again in the hopes that something You like thought that the Police Academy was going to be the film that would capture the karate kid magic? Well, I don't know. I don't know what even kind of the things new that you'll find funny. the karate kid didn't capture the karate kid magic. No, that's true. That much is true. <laughs> the next karate kid didn't do anything for the karate kid. Is that what it was called? Kid. Uh, no, oh. it was just called the Karate Kid. Oh, the Jaden Smith one, the yeah. one that doesn't exist. Oh, you're talking about you were talking about Hillary Swank. One. I was talking about the Hillary Swank one, the one that does exist but no one acknowledges. It wasn't too. That wasn't that bad. The Jaden Smith one doesn't actually exist. No, because it's not. Even, it's a figment of people's imagination. It's not even karate. So. No, it's not. But I feel like we had to go through that to get Cobra Kai because Will Smith helped um, Cobra Kai, kind of. Yeah. Like like some part of his money or whatever. Yeah. So, I'm not... So... This, you know, it was kind of necessary to get to this point. <laughs> it was a necessary evil that we had to live through. But yeah, we were talking right before we watched this film that we're going to do for this episode about merch ideas and how great it would be if this podcast eventually got to the point where, <laughs> hey, people want to buy t-shirts with stuff we've said on them. And as much as I love the idea of still having our RoboCop t-shirt from episode five, six, I I think, where it's RoboCop, but he's got a bright wicker hat on and a flowery lay around him, and he's on vacation, (laughs) but it says, it's It's crime crime o'clock somewhere. somewhere. As a tagline. I mean, that's good. It, like, it is great. Even if you don't listen, even if you haven't listened to the podcast or listened to that episode or whatever, it doesn't matter because as soon as you see the visual of Robocop on holiday, like that, it just, it's just fun. It just instigates it uh, it a meeting of two worlds. <laughs> Where it's from, it doesn't matter. Robocop goes Hawaiian. Yeah. <laughs> it's still crime o'clock somewhere though. Yeah. Which is the point. He's still on the clock. Like it's his job. He's yeah, He can never turn exactly. it off. He's, he, it's like if Robocop met Magnum P.I., yeah. Yeah. So he's he's relaxed, but it's still crime o'clock. It's crime o'clock somewhere. But do you want to explain your series of T-shirts? Well, I kind of already said it. Well, no, because there were three that you wanted to do. Oh, well, uh, no. for different uh, for different scenarios. <laughs> I was just saying for my situation, not for anyone else. That's for my situation. Right. Like, but they could be like, you would have to do an array of films so that other people would would buy them. Oh sure. It couldn't just be the ones that I because that nobody would buy the ones that I want. Well, that's not necessarily strictly true because the joke is that these are films that you would rather be watching. So if yeah. they are merch for the show, it would make sense. I know, but you'd want a you'd want a shirt that was a film that you would rather be watching specific like personally. Maybe. Maybe, but <laughs> I'm so much of a fan of you that I would wear these t-shirts no, regardless. No, that's just weird. So, what well, the the three that you, so they're all basically 
around the same concept of you're going to see a certain film, but you're wearing a T-shirt yeah, that says, I would cinema, rather be watching. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're going to the cinema, so if I was going to see like a kid's Disney film or something, or a kid's film like that, but don't go and see kid's films very often, but if it was something that was a bit more family friendly. Pixar. Some type of Disney thing, yeah. Or, you know, is there a new Kung Fu Panda film? <laughs> There's always <laughs> Kung Fu Pandas see, coming out. Um, go to see the new Minions movie. <laughs> Minions! <laughs> um, I'd be wearing, I wish I, I'd rather, no, it's, it was I'd rather, wasn't it? I'd rather be. I'd rather be watching Flintstones and Viva Rock Vegas. See, this <laughs> Always with Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas. Always. It wouldn't say... I don't think I'd want it to say Flintstones, though. I think I'd want it to just say I'd rather be watching Viva Rock Vegas because I think that would be more funny. Yeah. like, not funny, but I think people would be like... Because then if people get the joke... (laughs) If people get that reference... Or people are just thinking that I was trying to be an Elvis fan, but it just went wrong. Is that a Flintstones reference? (laughs) And then, if I was going to see any... uh, This is the one I actually want to do, though. Like, I actually want to do this one because this one's so... (laughs) It would make me laugh if someone else did it, like, a lot. Okay. Um, It doesn't matter what film, it would just make me laugh. Um, If I went to see a comic book, like, superhero, that type of um, film have a shirt that says I'd rather be watching Spider-Man 2 on it because <laughs> like that would just be funny I just think that would be funny it peaked at like Spider-Man every time you go can to you, can you imagine going to see the Batman and wearing a t-shirt that says I'd rather be watching Spider-Man 2 yeah maybe it it's not be. even the same comic book franchise but that's funny though <laughs> that's, don't you think that's funny if like it doesn't matter what film it is if I went, if I went and saw like the new Thor film, sure. and somebody walked in wearing a T-shirt that said, "I'd rather be watching Guardians of the Galaxy" or something, like <laughs> that would make me laugh. Yeah, I mean, it would make me laugh. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it would just if be... I'm saying, like, I'd rather be watching Spider-Man Two because it just makes it seem like it hasn't gotten any better since then, and that was a really long time ago. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather be watching Spider-Man 2 because, like, what is this? Yeah. Well, you're, well, it all started because you said you wanted a T-shirt that you would wear to every single film that you went to see at the cinema that just said, I'd rather be watching Elvis. <laughs> but I mean Elvis the mo- Well, I suppose it doesn't really matter. I mean, El- I mean in any really. concept, really. <laughs> yeah. The, the whole reason why it started off, um, this is a snippet into my weekend. It's like, it's, it's Larry, my weekend. And so it was a Saturday afternoon and I could have been going out and having fun and doing stuff. Of course. I was inside. Sure. I just finished a rubbish Netflix documentary. Sure. As <laughs> as about 50% of the documentaries on Netflix are, they are no, hit and miss. Well, okay, yeah, maybe. But I mean, it was, it's, it's fine. Anyway. And I was cleaning the bathroom and... Sure. While I was cleaning the bathroom, I had on um, some songs, and Elvis came on. Oh, poor Cinderella! <laughs> <laughs> That's not even what I was. No, saying. I know. I I'm joking. I know. I know. Um, and some song, and as an Elvis song came on, and in my head, I was like, "Oh, I should have a T-shirt right now that says I'd rather be listening to Elvis, or like I'd rather be." And then I thought, "No, I'd rather be watching Elvis, obviously." And yeah. I was like. When I go and see any film, I'm just going to be wearing that t-shirt. <laughs> it's not difficult to make it. It costs like 20 quid. No. Absolutely. It's so easy. Absolutely. And then I thought, well, I like Spider-Man 2 a lot. And going to see a comic book film saying I prefer to, I'd rather be watching Spider-Man 2. Like, that'd just be so funny. 
Mm. I'm trying to think of anything else that you. I'm, I'm trying to think of what context you could be wearing one that says, "I'd rather be watching the Karate Kid." Any, that's any. Or Cobra Kai. No, that's any. That any, any, any situation. Yeah, that's any. I just need a couple of these t-shirts. I just like whip out at any time. <laughs> now I find it interesting that your exposure. <laughs> I go to Universal Studios and it yeah. says, "I'd rather be at, at Disney or whatever." Like something. Like oh, that. So controversial. <laughs> I wouldn't so actually wear that because I do like being there. But yeah, no, it was just It's just like a funny thing. Like, I'd rather be blah, blah, blah when you're doing something else. Absolutely. Now, I find it funny that you had such a take to Elvis, the film. And I know that we aren't really a podcast for current films. And we will get to the film that we are watching for this episode shortly. But this is housekeeping, if you will. This is stuff that we want to, like, get through for housekeeping. But that was your first exposure to Baz Luhrmann. Yeah, it actually was. Yeah, and because, I like, think we... when I was in school, I was school age. It was school when like what? When did that film come out? Like what? Ninety nine or something. Which it one? Was in the, um, Romeo and Juliet. The Romeo and Juliet movie. Yeah, that was late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah. I want to say something around that because it was while Leonardo DiCaprio had just been in Titanic, so everyone was. Oh yeah, that was like six, seven. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I think it was after he did Titanic, and everyone was still really into Leonardo DiCaprio as a leading guy. Hmm. And I was thinking maybe we should be. Oh no, it was 1996. Oh okay. Oh, it was weird. 1996. So Wait, it did was you do that first? A, think it that might have been. Yes, he did. Yeah, because Titanic came out in 97. Oh, I got the wrong way around. So much for us remembering things correctly. Oh, I was six. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, um, yeah, so I was in I was in school. I wasn't um, in school at that age when people were talking about it. I was in, obviously later on, probably like five, six years later, when I was like 12, 13, type thing. And people were still talking about it then and saying how good it was. And I remember watching a music video from the... Um, one of the songs in the film right. and all that sort of stuff and I was like oh this looks weird <laughs> <laughs> wow who wants to be watching Shakespeare no one I'd rather be watching Elvis <laughs> <laughs> and um and yeah and everyone went on about it and I just 20 years it. before it the film was even a concept <laughs> it happened to I wasn't talking about the film at that point oh okay right it happened enough. to um Moulin Rouge that's the good thing about that t-shirt though because you could say Elvis and people would just be like people would either be like Oh, she wants really wants to watch Elvis film that's come out because it's really good and she loves it. Like that's and yes, or oh, she really loves Elvis. She'd rather just be watching Elvis the man hashtag trademark <laughs> the man Presley, and <laughs> the both man. would be true. <laughs> Elvis the man Presley. Both would be true unless yeah. I was going to see a reboot. Well, not a reboot, but a cinema reboot of Spider Man Two. That's the only time it wouldn't be true. Right. You'd, you'd rather, and, you'd still rather be watching watch, Spider-Man rather, 2. I couldn't wear, I'd rather be watching Spider-Man 2 than me. No, well, you could, but you'd be doing it really ironically. <laughs> I'd rather be watching Spider-Man 2, which I am. Yeah, you're, you, well, you'd be doing it like, I'd, I'd rather be watching Spider-Man 2, the original version. <laughs> no, but I didn't mean a reboot, I meant like... Oh, like a re-release. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like a cinema re-release. Fair enough. Well, yeah, again, you could be doing it ironically. I'd rather I be suppose. watching Spider-Man 2, which I am. <laughs> this is the one time it works. It's just fun. I just, I, yeah. I just really want to do that now. I'm, I'm going to do it. So do we, it. We'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it. So as with our last episode, if you do want to have some of this merch available at any point and we decide we'd get popular enough that you can make this happen, much like 
having feedback for the official, unofficial Lizzie McGuire podcast <laughs> coming in, which I would like to point out at this point, we have had precisely zero feedback on, <laughs> which means, no, but that's a good thing. But that's a good thing because at, that, at this point, it's only going to take one person one person yeah, to tip the scales people, in either direction. People aren't saying don't do it. No, they're not saying don't do it, but they're not saying do do it either, right? So one person has the ability to tip the scales, all right? Mm. So if by the point that we decide, oh, well, we'll take a collection of who's voted for what at this point, and that one person has gone, yes, do it, that's all we need. So... Think about it. Do you want to be that one person? We don't need a vote from other people. We can just do what we want. Oh, yeah, I know. But, you know, <laughs> we need to know if there's an audience for it. No. If we there's an audience there of... an audience for this. We just started. <laughs> if there's an audience of one person, then it's still okay. That one person will get a real kick out of the official, unofficial Lizzie McGuire podcast. Yeah. But if you want to hear us spitballing around some more merch ideas or things that you would want to get then absolutely let us know on hashtag bttrpod with merch yes or merch no and also suggest what t-shirt you would have of a film that you would rather be watching that you there will be your cinema going t-shirt <laughs> yeah. like for me it would be like i don't know i'd rather be watching evil dead 2 yeah. i'd rather be watching pacific rim oh. <laughs> every time at, like, because here's the thing. That's funny because you actually have to put on t-shirts like terrible films. That would be funny. Well, uh, well all right. I mean, I'm not doing it in, in, to imagine be that I, ironic. <laughs> no, but that's why it's funny because like the film that you like is actually a little bit like. Mm. But here's the thing: it has to be a film that you watch, and no matter what, you know it's going to be a good time. Like yeah. it's a guaranteed it's good time. Too. Yeah, because if you're going into a film that you haven't seen before, there's no guarantee it's going to be a good time. <laughs> no. So you could say, like, I'd rather be watching Spider-Man 2 because yeah. I know it's going to be a good time. Because I know it's going to be good, yeah. Yeah, Because I know exactly. I like it. So, this episode, as we already established, it is Amber's once again turn to introduce me to a film that we haven't seen before. And we're hopping back in our Wayback Machine only a mere 20 years Seems like a really short jump compared to some of the ones that we've been back in, isn't it? Yeah. But we established pretty early on that a film can be considered a classic if it's over 20 years. 25, I think I said. Oh, did you say 25? Yeah. I thought we were going by car rules where it was like a yeah, 20... 25. Oh, is it? Oh. I think that's why I said 25. Okay. Well, I, th I still think this is a cult classic. I think it can still count. Yeah, I don't know. I've never really met anybody that's actually watched it, but I haven't asked. Oh, it was so. a big deal in my friend group. <laughs> was it? Yeah, Why when we you were younger. Before then? I just, I never, I, I just never did. I just oh, never did. But weird. we are heading back to the year two thousand and two. What film are we watching, Amber? We are watching Kung Pao Enter the Fist. <laughs> aye aye. Aye aye. <laughs> 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 so yeah and what made you want to introduce me to this I film I thought that you were going to really like it and I thought you were going to laugh the entire time but I heard you laugh like two times it baffles me that you laughed twice in an hour and a half of this 
Like every single thing that happens is absolutely hilarious. Like I thought you were going to be laughing like all the time. I mean, I thought that I was. You thought that you were. I thought I was laughing. I found it funny. I was laughing a lot. I didn't hear you. (laughs) I mean, I don't. I mean, I I wasn't okay. I wasn't exactly like gut busting laughing. Like I thought. So it got into like the first ten minutes, and you were like really laughing at that guy's voice like straight away and I thought oh yeah he doesn't even know what's coming yet this is gonna be so good and then no laughing until like another hour (laughs) it like you didn't laugh until like 10 minutes 20 minutes before the end (laughs) I mean I don't know what to tell you I don't know what to tell you I did think it was a I did think it was a funny film I did like it and I, I don't know why I haven't seen this film before because it does play into my love of classic martial arts movies <laughs> as well. Not really. <laughs> like it does, okay, I mean, not, not entirely, but it does a little bit. I don't really like those films, but I think this is hilarious. Because... There, there were a lot of films like the one that this uses as its basis. Yeah, that's probably where it got there. To you know that I that I did enjoy watching. I did watch some real classic seventies, sixties, seventies, eighties martial arts movies. Yeah, but you watched good ones though. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, I did, but I also didn't. Oh. I did also watch a couple of ones that were airing... Okay, so let me take you back to some heady days. Back in the days where we only had four channels on TV and Channel 5 had just been been introduced. I don't remember those days. Okay, so Channel 5 used to do real late night kind of film marathons like triple bills yeah. as it were of similar genre films and it'd be different ones every Thursday night Friday night whatever. Yeah. and there were a few nights where they were doing really old uh, Asian martial arts movies Yeah. and I was like okay fine I'll record them and just watch them back because they're real late night ones yeah so I'll record them and I'll watch them back on my VCR. <laughs> That's what we were talking about here, yeah. okay? So yeah, I did end up watching some pretty obscure ones that were just kind of really out of the left field. Really were a little bit like, okay, you've got to get your head around some of the idiosyncrasies that are involved in these films. So yeah, it did actually play a little bit into some films that, like that that I had seen. But what what in particular about this film have you loved for so long and wanted to really wanted me to get down into it and, and watch? I feel like every time you ask me, so why did you choose this film or why did you like this film? I, my answer is always just, I don't know, I just like it. <laughs> like I can't give an answer because it's just like there's no formula for me like you say oh i like things that are robots fighting or whatever and then you see a robot fighting film and you're like yeah i like it you're just gonna like robot fighting films right but 
for me, I mean, you've basically summed up Pacific Rim, so yes, thank you. Power Rangers, (laughs) like that's yeah, of course. This is what I'm saying. Or like you say, oh yeah, I watched a lot of martial arts films. That's what I'm interested in. So if somebody said, oh, this is actually a really good example of a martial arts film, you'd probably like it. Sure. And you like it because you like martial arts films. Sure. But when you ask me why do you like this film or what films do you like, I don't know the answer because I don't know. I just watch (laughs) a film and I like it or I don't. It's like, oh, I get this feeling from it, and I like it, and that's it. And I can't explain why. Like, I can't say, oh, I like horror films, because I would watch, like, ten horror films, and one of them I'd like. Right, okay. Or Which we've done before. In the heady yeah. days of when we would all get together as oh, friend yeah. groups and do horror-thons. Yeah, but this... Or like, Maybe one like... of them would be good. <laughs> yeah, well, I could like a couple of horror films, but it doesn't mean that I like horror films. So, like, you're going to show me, you know, that type of thing. Or, right. like, somebody says, oh, I'm really into musicals, and they just love pretty much anything that's got singing or good songs, right? But I'm not like that. I like Singing in the Rain, and I like Grease, but put me in front of, like, some blooming, like, Chicago or something, and it's like, no, uh, not, no. Right, You know, like, right. I can't explain yeah, yeah, yeah. why. And, like, I... I don't want to say about Viva Rock Vegas because I know we use it as a joke because I go on about it because it's a bad film and I like it and we keep talking about it, fine. Okay. But I I do genuinely, without even irony, no joking, actually like that film. And I sit down and watch it and and actually enjoy it as a film. And like, I'm not saying that it's good film, well acted or well written or whatever. I'm not even saying no. that. I just I, I, I don't think like anyone would. <laughs> I'm, not, I, I'm not joking. I'm not making a joke I know. Out of it. I know you're not. And I know that, no, this, is, I know that this is a joke that we keep going back to. I know that it's a joke that I keep making about Viva Rock Vegas. And, and yeah, you'd rather be watching Viva Rock Vegas. <laughs> I get would, it. Yes. But genuinely, like, Hand on heart, you love that film. I actually love that, <laughs> and it makes me laugh because, like, I know it's not a good film. It's not a good example of a. F- it's not a good film, but I ju- and that and this is what I'm saying. I can't explain why I like it, but there's just something about it that I really like. I don't even like Flintstones. Ask me to watch the first. <laughs> if you get me to watch the first Flintstones film, I don't even like it. Right. I don't like okay. it. Or watch Flintstones cartoons. No, I don't like them. No, I don't like it. <laughs> so I genuinely you, don't. So you know don't where even this know where from. the love of it comes from. It's this just... is what I'm saying. Spider-Man Two. Like I'd watched other comic book films before. Didn't like it. <laughs> and then I watched. I watched the first Spider-Man. And I was yeah. like, Ugh. I watched some of the. Didn't even watch all of it. Some of the first Spider-Man. And I was like, that's fine, I guess. And then Spider. And then I watched Spider-Man Two in in the cinema for whatever reason. And I was like. This is the greatest film I've ever seen in my life. Like, I don't... Well, I don't this know is, what... well, this is brilliant. <laughs> what, and then where's this been time, my whole life? I've been like, right, obviously. Okay, this is it. This is my thing. I'm a, I'm a superhero movie person now. And then go and watch another superhero movie. And I'm like, oh, no, maybe, okay, maybe I'm not. <laughs> like, because it's just... If, like, I, if, if only we could just figure out what that magic pixie dust yeah, that goes I on know. to these particular I, films <laughs> is... I know. And just figure out what that what that actual winning formula is. That film was so good. That film was amazing. And and I'm like, 
oh yeah it was uh, yeah it was, it was fine and then I go and watch Elvis and I come out and I'm like I've never seen a film so good in my life this is the best thing this is everything to me now I would die for this film now <laughs> god you watch and one film like, and you make it your whole personality and everyone's like yeah it's a yeah it is a really good film re- no you don't understand <laughs> no you don't understand I don't like films <laughs> but I liked this <laughs> That's how good it is. No, you don't understand. I love Viva Rock Vegas. You don't get it. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, like, no, I think I think it's called Viva Las Vegas, like the one without... No. No. It doesn't, no, no. It doesn't have Elvis in it. It doesn't have anything to do with Elvis in it. It's got nothing. Let me correct don't you. Don't talk about... Do not talk about Viva Rock Vegas like it's Viva Las Vegas. It's not. No. <laughs> I think we will actually need to do an Elvis movie for the podcast at some point. It might have to be one of his bigger ones. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they then. weren't very good. Yeah, I know. It, it was just because people like... wanted to look at him. That's it. That That is true. <laughs> that is true. I'm sorry to say, there was just stuff that he did that nobody cared about. It's just because they wanted to look at him. And I don't like saying that now. After watching like the film, like I don't like it now. It's ruined it. It's ruined everything. <laughs> but um, it is true. It's true. It's just true. Um, yeah, I mean, it is. It is a little bit. Viva Las Vegas, though. We should watch that. We should. Maybe we should. Maybe we'll that get is to that like, at some point. That that's fun. That's, that's okay. But your history with Kung Pao is <laughs> somewhat long and involved. I didn't realize it came out in. Would you say two thousand two? Two thousand two. Yeah. I didn't realize it came out then because I think when I watched it, I thought I was watching it. And it was old, kind of. So I thought, when I watched it, I was like really mm. behind and it had been out for ages. Mm. But actually, I think by the time I'd watched it, it would really only been out for like two or three years, like a couple of years. I guess, because there's Matrix references in it. So yeah. it must have only come out not too long after The Matrix, which was 1999. Yeah. No, but you said it was out in 2002. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So, so, but, but by the time I saw it in like 2003 or four. I thought, oh, this was a film that was made like in the nineties, and the, but yeah, I didn't think about the Matrix thing really. Yeah. That, that didn't kind of cross my mind because when I was watching it, it was after the Matrix, so like I didn't even think about that really. But for some reason, yeah, I thought it was a film that was a little bit older, and I was just kind of watching it quite late. But actually, I wasn't really. No. It was quite recent. But this is this is what was referred to you referred by you as a road trip movie. What? Or something? Because you said, didn't you used to say that you had Kung Pao into the fist as a film that was in your dad's van <laughs> oh, or something yeah. all the time? Yeah, I had a DVD player and a little TV. You know when you used to get the portable DVD player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had one of those. And this is what he used to watch. Because <laughs> he was, I don't know how he found out about it. Just in general, I don't know. He watched martial arts films as well. So maybe it just kind of cropped oh, maybe, up somehow. maybe. And I don't know, but whatever happened, happened. And he saw it, and then he told me that I should watch it because he thought that I'd really like it. And um, and I watched it, and I was just cracked up the whole day. Like, I just couldn't, like, I can't believe you weren't literally crying the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> now I know how you feel when it's the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, finally. <laughs> Shoes on the other foot now, isn't it? It's just funny. It just makes me laugh so much. And, like, my whole teenage years after that, it was just everyday quote in this film to, like, something. And now it's been a long time. It's kind of fizzled out a bit, so it's yeah, not really happened yeah. for ages. Okay. But, like, there was, like, a time, like, a good couple of years when we were, like, just throw like, 
I have to say, you know who my uncle is, but I have to say it's my uncle for the purpose of this. But like me and my uncle would sit in the back of the car and just talk and quite just talk in these quotes. Like there would be no other words mentioned. It was just every sentence that we said to each other and how we communicated was the lines in this <laughs> film. You were, were just reciting the film to each <laughs> yeah. other. But it wasn't word, it wasn't obviously word for word or like, well, it was word for word, but it wasn't from start to finish the film. It was literally just, oh, we think of something and then we'd say it and then the other person would think of something and they'd oh say that. God. It's just, I don't know. I bet that got annoying know. after the first five minutes for everyone else in the car. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Doesn't matter though, does it? It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> so, as we do every episode, the person that hasn't seen the film gets to say what they thought the film was going to be about oh. before having watched it this is honestly the latest into a into a podcast episode that we've done this bit but it's okay because we are here now and it's all right so do you want to ask me the question what did you think this film was going to be about okay well i mean i obviously thought it was going to be like a spoof of martial arts movies and i thought oh okay it's gonna be him acting and taking the rise out of martial arts movies but there's probably going to be like some actual like martial arts bits in it as well i what i didn't realize and you only really kind of figure out how clever it is at the point of the end of the film where they show you how they did it yeah i didn't realize how clever it was that they had taken so much old footage and repurposed it into this film yeah it's pretty much the whole film he just redubbed it, it and <laughs> i didn't so i thought that they might have a redubbing cast for some bits that they used yeah so they would have different voices over different right. people it's all him yeah i didn't realize it was just like it was all him yeah, doing different like, voices the beginning credits is him and two other people and that's it yeah I thought, and I just thought, this is, this is absolutely crazy. And the fact that they can superimpose him onto the film so well. I mean, it's kind of, it's a bit crude, but like, they, I don't think they, that's kind of also the charm and like, like comedy of it. It's yeah. just, it's a little bit off. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like this was a film that got made on such a, tiny budget yeah i think he just had i mean i don't know anything about it at all i literally know nothing about it at all but if i was to guess i'd say that he actually liked those types of martial arts films and was doing it i would not in like he wasn't like taking the mickey out of them to be horrible and say oh these films are rubbish i think he was just genuinely like these are the funny things that happen during these films and i'm gonna kind of bring it to attention yeah thing you know it's kind of like an observation of what those films are like. Yeah, and the and the way that people act in them. Yeah. And the odd things that happen in the scenes out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, but yeah, there are a lot of um, things like that that do happen in these kinds of martial arts films. Like things things will happen in the middle of a scene out of nowhere. And it'll just be like, oh, okay, that's interesting. How come that happened for no reason? But uh, yeah, the budget was estimated $10 million. 
That's most of that was like the effects. Which was, I've got to say, like 10 million is actually not a lot to make a film with. And I think you're right. I think a lot of that was and getting the rights to show the other film. Yeah, and get yeah, 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 and and being able to use the footage from Tiger versus Crane Fists, <laughs> which I actually want to go and watch now. Mm. I actually want to watch that film. <laughs> tiger, Tiger, Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> birdie, Birdie, Birdie. But yeah, no, I mean. I, I, this this guy doing all of the voices over it all and him being superimposed into it, I was just like, okay, this is this is absolutely mad. Yeah, he and just I, had the idea and just yeah. wanted to do it. It's and I think funny. you're right. It, it is, in a way, it's a love of these other films that he so. just wanted to be in one but make it a comedy. Yeah. And I think that without this film being what it was as far as cult films go Mm. I don't I think it still would have come around but I don't know if Kung Fu Hustle would have had as much of an overseas audience as it did because Kung Fu Hustle was made as an actual uh, uh, martial arts comedy film in Asia like it was made as that what is that one again? It's uh, it's um. Where, what's the one where he plays table tennis? Oh no, that's wait. What are you thinking of? Yeah, Balls, Balls of, of Fury? Fury. Yeah, that's funny though. Yeah, no, that's not what I'm. That's not the one that I mean. I mean, the, the Kung Fu Hustle is an actual legit martial arts movie, but it's oh. a comedy as well. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I mean, Jackie Chan martial arts movies were, had an element I mean, of yeah, comedy yeah. to them, yeah. but they weren't always like out and out slapstick comedy all the time no no but this was something a little bit different I feel I liked it I did like it I liked it a lot actually I do have to say because when I because now that I'm thinking back over it and I'm thinking about how for the most part (laughs) I can just picture this Steve Odenkirk guy who's directed this relationship to Bill Odenkirk um might be I don't know that might be something to look up I feel like I can just picture him making a majority of this in his basement against the blue screen for the effects. <laughs> you know, with the microphone in front of him just recording yeah. things. You know, I feel like it's for I, the most it's part. It's just so funny. I just, I'd like, he, he just sat and watched one of these films and did some voices and like his friends laughed and he was like, I wonder if other people would actually enjoy this. <laughs> just And then he just made a film out of it. I like to think that this whole thing came around by him and his friends being really really drunk one night putting on an old martial arts movie but it didn't have the sound working on it so they were just there filling in the lines we themselves. have done that as well and been like <laughs> so many times um on holiday normally because they show really odd things that you can't understand anyway. not odd things but they show it i don't mean odd but like when you're on holiday abroad, I think one of the times it was maybe either Greece and one of them was like Tunisia or something like that. So we can't understand the language anyway. No, of course. But they put on things at like kind of late-ish at night that's like old 1940s detective films. Like strange things that you wouldn't imagine to see. Right, and right. Like they're dubbed or subtitled or whatever. But most of the time it would be dubbed so you couldn't read what there was. It was, yeah. 
um just like putting it on mute and like narrating and doing what he's doing like commentating just for comedic effect and we would just do that and there'd be times on like a friday night when like a bollywood film <laughs> a bollywood film would come on and we'd just like turn the sound right down and just like my dad would just be like commenting and making voices exactly like this film and it was like <laughs> so funny to me like for some reason that humor just really makes me laugh so that's why I like this film. Because, I mean, the storylines in Bollywood movies are already <laughs> pretty amazing. bizarre anyway. And obviously, he, I mean, this guy knew what was coming because he'd seen the film. But he had never seen any of these films before. So he was just doing it, like, out of the cuff, like, off in the, out of the top of his head. <laughs> which kind of made it funnier because even he was like, what? <laughs> what was happening? But, yeah, it's funny. We interrupt this show to bring you a brief word from our sponsors. Amber, I would like to tell you about Greenbird Gift Baskets. Cool. Cool, you're interested? Interested. Excellent, I'm glad you said that, because Greenbird Gift Baskets is a small local business based in Southampton offering gourmet gift baskets beautifully hand-wrapped in biodegradable cellophane. They use products from small local businesses wherever they can and are perfect gifts for weddings, birthdays, baby showers, or simply as a thank you. We are passionate about supporting small local businesses who offer delicious products and share our values on sustainability. There is a selection of baskets available online, Greenbird gift baskets at square.site, and all baskets are totally customisable for dietary needs and tastes. Greenbird gift baskets offer sweet, savoury and mixed baskets as well as picnic boxes, and prices start from just £25 for a gift basket. Amber... They can even add wine or fizz for an extra special touch. Collection is available from Southampton or they can deliver to surrounding areas. So visit Greenbird Gift Baskets at square.site and check them out on Facebook and Instagram at Greenbird Gift Baskets. Oh, and make sure to tell them that Back to the Review just sent you, yeah? And now we return to your regularly scheduled programming. There is a certain amount of talent to do something like this and go, oh yeah, I want to do this because I think it'll be funny. And I think other people will find it funny as well. Yeah. And I... And it's You've really got like... to work to keep it up for the whole film as well. Because, yeah. I mean, I'm saying, like, we wouldn't watch an entire hour and a half film and do that. It would be like, oh, look at this, like, 10, 15 minutes of this film and it would do it there. Sure. It wouldn't be... <laughs> but this guy's got to keep it up the whole time. <laughs> I, w- I want to do that now. I think we should. I think we should try and do that as a supplemental uh, to this podcast. Just, like I put think on it's a. Be organic. It does. It does. I don't think you. We can weren't force expecting it. it to happen, and it just happened, and it was just so funny. Yeah, you can't force things like that. It'd be interesting to do it as a supplemental part of the podcast. Yeah. To just have a random film on and fill in the script ourselves, try and figure and out no what the plot line what you're is. Watching. I mean, we could do it on, like, <laughs> Instagram or TikTok or something. Oh, we don't okay. have a TikTok for the show. No, we don't. But we could, you know, do it on Instagram or something and <laughs> just see how it goes. <laughs> it's just funny. We wouldn't be able to keep it up for the full length of a film. No, that's what I mean. You do it for, like, yeah, ten minutes and yeah, it's still Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, now here's the thing. There was a clip of this film that I actually had. So, let me take you back a while. All right, so it was in the early days of the internet, yes. back when it was still dial-up. All <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Now there there was a culture back in the early days of the internet of sharing clips and sharing uh, online 
videos of like animations and stuff like that. The basically things that people have made in the days of flash animation. Yeah. So it'd be things like Homestar Runner and Weeble and Bob. I love Weeble. Weeble and Bob. It was the was the big one. So there was there was an element of downloading these, putting them onto flash drives or whatever sharing them around friends or going oh hey i've made you a collection of <laughs> funny videos oh. all right like i made you a uh, collection of funny clips stuff like that basically in the days before youtube was what youtube was yeah you had to right? manually share it with people it was <laughs> a, it was a manual like hey i got you this clip of this or so the big example is Star Wars Kid. If oh, you remember, yeah, Star, remember Star Wars, Wars Kid. Kid. Because people started adding effects onto it yeah. and adding different <laughs> bits and pieces into it and putting backgrounds behind him. So you were sharing all of, all of the videos around with your friends. Like, oh, have you seen someone's updated the Star Wars Kid video? No, I haven't. Oh, I'll put it onto a file for you and do it. So I had a folder on my computer that was just funny videos, funny video clips. <laughs> I didn't know where they'd come from. <laughs> I didn't know what the context was. I didn't know anything about them. I was just given them by friends or family members and just said, hey, you've got to watch this video. Yeah. Just watch it. Like when you sit your friend down in front of a YouTube video and go, hey, watch this video. Yeah, and they that. literally never laugh. Like, right. you expect them to find it really funny. You're sitting in the corner, like, wetting yourself laughing over it, and they're just sitting straight-faced watching this video as if, like, when's the funny bit coming? Exactly. And you're like, like oh. And then you realise that that's killed the humour between yeah. the two of you. But one of these video clips was the fight scene with the cow. Oh, it was the whole fight scene with like, the I cow. I don't find that bit funny. I think that could be taken out of the film and it wouldn't. It would be fine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there is that. But imagine having not known what this film was or that this film existed at all and watching that entire scene purely out of context. Yeah. Out of context to anything else, it's hilarious. I'd probably think that was like an advert or something. I thought it was as well. Yeah. And I think it first started circulating as like, oh, this is like a weird advert for this brand of milk. Right. Or something. And I was like, is it? No, I don't think not. so. <laughs> <clears throat> but I think it was I think it was circulating in a thing of videos that I had of spoofs of the matrix. Oh, okay. Or something. Great fight scenes that spoof the matrix. Right. And I was like, oh, okay. And I saw this one and I'm like, oh, man, this is amazing. Like, it's actually a good fight scene. This is amazing. And it's like all CGI and stuff. And it was only years later that I learned that what <laughs> film it was from. And was so that, I was now... That, um, was years later today? I don't think it was... No, it wasn't today. <laughs> no. I figured it out eventually that the guy on the cover, I'm like, oh, hey, that's the guy from that oh, video okay. that I... Oh, this is, must be the film that it's from. Yeah. Oh, like, I get it now. I get it. But, yeah, I mean, seeing that in the context of the whole film now, it is a bit like, okay, 
I like that fight scene. But I do agree, like, it's really out of context to everything but else guess, in the I film. I mean, that's just what, it, oh, that's just what he's doing. It's just odd, it's just strange things. Oh, but it just makes me laugh. I just love all their voices <laughs> and, like, all the things that they say that's, like, so unnecessary. Oh, it's just so funny. That's a lot of nuts! <laughs> it's just so funny. I mean, it oh. is, it is. There's, there's lots of stuff in this film that I did find very funny. And I think that... I feel like if I'd watched this film when I was a little bit younger... I would have enjoyed it even more because yeah, like I was fourteen, kind of that age when I watched it. Yeah, and well, it so I, mean, I mean, maybe not even that young, but I mean, if this had run as a double bill with something like Anchorman when that first came out, that yeah, would have I been feel like peak this film is starting Will Ferrell's thing. Like Will Ferrell just took everything from this film. <laughs> I mean, maybe. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah? Because there are some lines in it that are like, oh, that's a little bit of a Will Ferrell line there. Oh, yeah, the whole thing. Like, what are you the chief of? The big brown nipple society? <laughs> the large brown nipple people. <laughs> large brown nipple people. But yeah, I like that there was actual martial arts in it. I like that they mixed in an actual martial arts movie. Yeah. I liked that. But yeah, no, I mean, and you say that I wasn't laughing. I don't think you were. I actually was. Like, I was laughing. Don't you hate it when people say that to you, though? It's annoying, isn't it? I wasn't, like I said before, <laughs> I, I wasn't... I thought you were going to be laughing, and you weren't even laughing, and then you think you've had a good time and laugh, and somebody says, you weren't even laughing, and you're like, oh. It's, was... it's really annoying. So there were some moments in it where it really took me by surprise what was going on, and it was mainly at the start with the voices being dubbed over and it's like oh okay it's obviously this one guy that's doing all of the voices and i'm like okay fine that's 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 hilarious like he's just having to do every single voice yeah in you really this laughed film. when he start, first started talking <laughs> and that's why i thought it was one the whole time <laughs> open the mouth it was, it was just such an unexpected voice you know so I didn't expect that, and, and it was when things really took me by surprise that I was like, oh, that's that's funny. And, you know, when he's going around and seeing everyone that's dying in the forest, and he's basically just doing this big circle. <laughs> but any time that they were re clearly reusing footage immediately over and over and over again. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> it's like, it's great. That yeah. makes me laugh so much when he's like, and he's running through the field and he's going, I'm coming! And then it comes back to him and he's going, I'm coming! And, and he's further same, back. Yeah, and it's those same two things every time. It's just so funny. So yeah, I was I was definitely laughing through it. I think I would, I think I would definitely watch it again. It was a good time. Yeah. It was a good time. I've really, I mean, even though I It's a good of... party movie. Yeah, Do you oh, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you got, like, if you got a bunch of people around and you're, like, you're not sure what to put on because you don't necessarily want to watch a film that you've never watched before because you might want to take it all in and yeah, if you're at yeah, a party or whatever. Yeah, you don't have whatever. to like, pay attention to the plot on this one, do you? No, exactly. But you can stick it on and if people haven't seen it before, they can sit and watch it and you don't have to think too much about yeah. it. But if you have seen it before, it's like, oh, I love this bit. Oh, I love this bit. Oh, this bit. Yeah. yeah. So it is, it's what I, it's like a great 
party film. I just think it's good. Like I know I've said, um, kind of gone on about it, but actually I've really in my life only watched it the whole way through, probably three, four times. Like not that many times. I don't I mean, watch it over and over again. That's that's more than most people watch most films. Well, I know, but you know, I mean, like today was probably the fourth time. Yeah. The whole way through. Sure. Um, and in twenty years, that's not very much if I'm going on about it all the time but it's just it's so memorable it's because you were too like, busy watching Viva Rock Vegas obviously <laughs> I don't have time for anything else it's just on a constant loop all the time in my head all the time every day there's a tiny I'm little TV I'm literally picturing it now it's a little <laughs> oh and I like to imagine that if it was in real life it would be exactly like what it's in your head and in and inside of your head I imagine that it's one of those little uh combi tvs that you used to have in your bedroom do you remember when you had the combi vcr tvs yeah, like the tiny ones, little ones oh and mine was a... oh yeah, yeah 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 so it's one of those and it starts off all staticky and then it like <laughs> like the soundtrack kicks no, in it wouldn't have been on d it wouldn't have been on video it's on dvd oh you had it on dvd it's not that oh, old right it's not that old. I ever thought you might have had a VHS copy. No, I don't know. Uh, no. Oh, no, okay. I don't have a TV pictured in my head. It's literally just like the whole the whole thing that I see in my head is the whole frame. All of it. Oh, you're watching it in IMAX. <laughs> yeah. Wow. There's no yeah, there's no frame. It's the whole picture is just in my head. Can you imagine time. if they reformatted Viva Rock Vegas to IMAX? Footage? I wonder if it ever went to the cinema. Uh probably. I don't know why though. <clears throat> I don't imagine it would be a straight to DVD deal. No, probably not. Not with a Baldwin in it, surely. <laughs> Stop. Stop. I I like I like that you think that I'm taking the rise out of it there. I was being serious. With a Baldwin in it, they probably would have sent it to <laughs> What but he don't even what? It wasn't even the main Baldwin though. <laughs> Don't tell him that. He doesn't... He he thinks he is. He's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's got a Hannah Montana tattoo. We, we went over this. <laughs> I know, but... We went over... I think I it was even feel, in the last I episode. Like, I don't know. I don't feel like it's said enough. I, I think it needs <laughs> to be circulated more. That's what we need to have on a t-shirt. I don't know what... That's what needs to go on a t-shirt. Have you seen Stephen Baldwin's Hannah Montana tattoo? No, it just needs to be the statement on a t-shirt... Stephen Baldwin has a Hannah Montana <laughs> tattoo. That's just a fact. That's a fact that people just need to know. I can't imagine wearing that as a t-shirt though. Even me, I can't imagine. It'll it. be on the back. It'll be on the back of that. I'd rather be watching Viva Rock Vegas t-shirt. <laughs> on the back, in on the back, at the bottom of the t-shirt, it just says in really small print, Stephen Baldwin has a Hannah Montana tattoo. And if people get close enough to read that. They, they, they find that fact out and they go, wait, hang on, what? I don't even think most people know who Stephen Baldwin is nowadays. I mean... I don't think they do. I mean, uh, well, by proxy of him being a Baldwin, you'd, you'd think, you know... No, he's not popular now. And who wants to watch The Usual Suspects? Doesn't make you want to rip your own head off. <laughs> we're not going to go back to revisit. No, we're not. 
and and you're like, it's no, okay. We we won't we won't go back on that subject. I know it how much. It was so it, it was so disappointing to watch that after we watched Reservoir Dogs. That was really disappointing. Yeah, and I watched Reservoir Dogs and actually really like this mm. is the thing. Well, I mean, it's the same for everybody, I suppose. Like you say, oh, I've watched two films from this one director, so I'm obviously gonna like all of his films. That's not the case, but like there are just some Quentin Tarantino films that grab me and that I really like, and then other ones are like, well, yeah, it's fine. Mm. Like that's just the way. Yeah. That's just the way, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, not every director is batting a thousand. No, exactly. So, no, but I mean, I mean well, oh, except Kevin Smith. Oh, but oh, no. Okay. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he, okay. Even Kevin Smith would say that he's not batting a thousand. No, he definitely so that's say okay. That. It's okay to say but, that. I mean, yeah, but it's still like I mean, a lot of his. I mean, his films are still good. Like he still does really good films, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. It's like it's not like he has really rubbish days when it's like oh no that's a that's a dude like that's bad it's just oh that's kind of long like <laughs> you yeah. know that's just the only reason why well it's just a bit uh, long yeah exactly and it's like yeah, yeah you, it feel it feels like it, it went on for a little bit but there was no bits of it that were bad so it's like i guess it's still a good film once upon a time in hollywood one of the best films yeah, and it, <laughs> I'd rather be watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Literally, and that would look so good on a t-shirt as well, because it's like a good title. Yeah, and you, then you could wear that to any other Quentin Tarantino <laughs> film that's made. <laughs> oh, I'd get beaten up, probably. I think he's gonna. I think he might be quitting films after yeah. like the next one that he does. I, yeah. I think. He's, I think he said he's got one more in him. Right. And that's it. I mean, he's been doing it for a long time. But yeah. But yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I mean, fine. I'd rather be like, watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I literally loved that film. It just grabbed yeah. me and I just loved it. I just liked that film. And, and this is the thing. This is what I'm trying to do. And this is why I showed you things like yeah, that The so Usual Suspect. You were like, oh, should we go and see that film? And I was like, oh, okay. You wanted to see it. Yeah. I why did you want to see it? I don't even remember why. I wanted to see it because it was a new Tarantino film. Oh, right, okay. So then we went to see it. I literally was just like, was I want to like, see oh, this film. Blah, blah, blah. And I just came out and I was like, I love that film. <laughs> That's like just one of my favourite films I've ever seen. And this is this is exactly the like, thing what? that I'm trying really? to figure That's out. That's so surprising. Because while not everything can be Kung Pao or The Karate Kid or Elvis or anything <laughs> like that for you, alright, surely they can't all be the usual suspects or police academy <laughs> and this is what i'm trying to do i am just trying to figure out where the bar is i just want to know what the this, rules are this podcast. i just <laughs> i just want to know what the rules are this podcast i just want to know where the level is as you on a mission to find good films for me it started no. as both of us wanting to watch films that yeah. would surprise other people if we'd said we hadn't seen them, right? But Absolutely. But it's now turned into your, like, number one aim to find me another Karate Kid or whatever. It just hasn't happened. Well, no, because, here, <laughs> well, no, because here's the thing. Here's the thing, okay? The, absolutely, this podcast started out as us watching films that it would shock people to know that we haven't seen before. And I do still think that we are doing that we are, for the we most are part. Doing that, yeah. And we we do have some But I mean films. like you've got a side mission now that yeah. you keep trying to We do. we've got some films lined up. They are in the chamber, ready to have the trigger pulled on them 
for films that are gonna Even be though like I literally said to you I don't want to watch any more Tom Cruise films and the first thing that you mentioned was a Tom Cruise film all right fair enough so <laughs> you're not listening to what I'm saying <laughs> no more all right so no more Tom Cruise films so no we won't be doing cocktail we won't be doing risky business no. we won't be doing days of thunder no. okay fine as established in the Top Gun episode that we did they all follow the same plot line anyway so it's okay it doesn't matter right so we do have some that are lined up that are going to be like i can't believe neither of you have seen or one of you hasn't seen blah yeah right but anytime that i do feel like oh i've i can't believe that you haven't seen the never-ending story because that was a classic childhood film for a lot of people. That's fine. I wasn't born in like, the 80s. No, so. exactly. <laughs> but it was a classic childhood hey, rubbish, film for a me. lot of people. Anytime that that doesn't land well, and you go, no, it's just boring. Like, I really didn't like it. I feel like, oh, man, now I've got to make up for having shown her that one by trying to show her a really good film. So now I'm just, like, I'm perpetually in a circle of, like, oh, I've got to make up for showing her Police Academy. What can I do to make up for that one? I don't, I don't know the formula, though. I don't know it. I don't know. I really liked The Godfather. really yeah. liked that film. But that isn't surprising because every, pretty much everybody likes that film. Yes. Like, you can't yeah, yeah. find a person that's watched Godfather and gone, ah. like, everybody that's watched it, everybody that I know that's watched it, has said that it's just like yeah one of the greatest films yeah that's just it and to give a sneak peek as to, as to uh, uh, one that is coming up we are believe it or not approaching the time of our second podcast anniversary okay so a second podcast anniversary so we do have it's over three hours long though it is three and a quarter hours Long. It is a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. So we're gonna set what aside. The, how long um, was the first one? Ah, uh, first one was like two and a half. Oh. I think it was like yeah, I think it was like two and a half hours. It, so the fu- but as we said on that episode, do go back and listen to our Godfather episode in preparation for the Godfather too, if you would like. But it's we did so say exciting. in that episode that. It didn't slow down at any one... Like, I didn't feel like any one part of that no, movie wasn't necessary. Like non-stop good yeah. stuff. <laughs> like, there was no part of that movie that could have been trimmed and not felt like you'd lost something. No, because yeah. they'd already trimmed down the book, like, quite... Not a bit, but... Sure. Like, a certain amount. Sure, sure, sure. Exactly. Exactly. I just realised that it is so far into this... Episode. We haven't even done Is the Trivia Worth the Time. Oh, this is interesting. To create the effect of bad dubbing, writer Steve Odekirk wrote a script of oh, nonsensical. Odekirk, not Odenkirk. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... No, I think no. So they're different people. Wrote a script of nonsensical dialogue for the actors to say. The real dialogue was dubbed during post-production. But for example, when chosen one says, <laughs> "But isn't Betty a woman's name?" If you read his lips, he says, "But isn't Yahtzee a family game?" Yeah, I thought he was saying things backwards or out of order. That's so funny. That's what I thought he was saying. He's probably just like mouthing whatever he feels like. Some of the some of the trivia for this is literally equally as random as the film itself. Mm. 
When the camera is positioned above the waterfall, the RMS Titanic can be seen in the water below. <laughs> Why? Why is that a thing? It's just so funny. It's just stupid stuff that he wants people to notice. That is so crazy. That's so crazy. But yeah, so we are... I'm now forever trying to find that magical pixie dust of... I, I honestly don't know how to explain it. It's like, I really like Aristocats. Aristocats is like... Okay, so I've kind of got... Oh, this is... I know Disney and Pixar are the same thing now. Sure. Pretty much. Sure. And But when I was growing up, they weren't the same thing. Right. Obviously. Yeah. Um... So I've got the Pixar film that I love and could watch over and over and over and over again, even though all Disney films are great and I like them and could watch all of them. But there are those particular ones that I'm just like, yeah, I could watch that like again and again and again and still love it. And a lot of them aren't like that for me. So Toy Story for Pixar, the first one, which I just really like and could watch that just nonstop. Okay. And then Aristocats is like the original Disney animation film that I love. And I don't like cats. <laughs> No, you literally you're you're not a cat person. Hey, cat. I find it. So, <laughs> no, I don't want to say I hate them because I don't I don't want them to be harmed or anything like that. No. But I would never have one because I just don't trust them and I don't just don't like it. Yeah. I feel uncomfortable around cats and I keep spitting everywhere. <laughs> you feel um, uncomfortable around them. I feel uncomfortable around cats. Okay. So why is the film about cats? <laughs> but that but that's because you had a cat scratch you once and you've never really trusted it since. <laughs> You've never really trusted a cat since you got scratched by one. Well, but it wasn't just like a random cat on the street or anything. No, it, was, it was somebody's cat. It was somebody's so it cat. wasn't as weird as it sounds. No. But yeah, since then I was just like, oh, I was just trying to be nice to it. And I didn't realise they did that. Yeah. And that's when I realised that they were just really unruly and would just do whatever. They don't care about batting you or scratching you or, or harming you at all. They don't care. So, yeah. And I don't like that type of wild attitude. <laughs> no, because you've already got that kind of wild attitude. <laughs> no. So if that meets with something else, it just clashes. It, it never, it I, never I works like, in harmony. I don't like the unpredictability of it, and I don't like getting hurt. Yeah. So I don't know why I'd have that in my house. Okay. Um, but yeah, so Aristocats is one of my favourite films, and I don't even like cats. This is what I mean. It's just this is odd. just finding just the... There's just something about some things that, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I... It helps if it has Johnny Depp in it, but it's not like <laughs> the be all and end all of I'm gonna, I'm going to end up... I haven't up. even mentioned any Johnny Depp films in the films that I really like. No. To be honest, no. <laughs> no. Other than Rango. I just... Oh, or... Oh, yeah. uh, I don't or... know why, but I've got a special thing on <laughs> Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> yeah. I did like that at the time, but it but it hasn't hasn't stood the test of time for me though. No, no. but Rango, however, yeah, wow. I don't know. I'm gonna. Do you know? This is the thing. I'm gonna end up with a cork board for this podcast, and it's gonna look like a conspiracy theorist's <laughs> basement because I'm gonna have a picture of you in the middle yeah. and all of these films that you've really latched onto going out. With like red string <laughs> in a big like web yeah, going across. Loads one of going to Spider Man 2, one going to Viva Rock Vegas, one going between the two of them with a big post it on it going, What's the connection? What? And like one underneath you going, What does it all mean? But I mean, really? You know? I just don't. 
I just don't know. I am forever going to be chasing this magical formula. I honestly don't know. Like, there are loads of films that I've watched over the years. Like, I really... I kept watching Nightmare Before Christmas, kept watching Corpse Bride, kept watching, like, Edward Scissorhands, those types of films when I was growing up. They're not ones that I would say, wow, I just... I love that. Yeah. They're not ones that have the thing. They're just films that I've enjoyed watching. Right. So you have the films that you've enjoyed watching, and then you have the ones that you would want to watch over and over again. Yeah. That you just loved. And I just, I can't, yeah, I can't tell you, sorry. No, I think, <laughs> I think with me, it's it's slightly different because most of the, like, a majority of the films that I watch, I watch because I'm not just putting something on for the sake of it, for just anything. It's like, it's a film that I want to watch. And I'm either extremely disappointed in it, and I was like, yeah. oh, no, that was terrible. Or they are all... Just varying degrees of good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's just like, yep, yeah, this one was good. Three stars. This one was good. Three and a half stars. This one was good. Uh, maybe four. This one was good. Three and a half stars. Yeah, Everything like that. I mean, maybe you just varying like degrees watching of films. I just, and it's I just, just the thing that you like I, to do. Part of me is just like, I just enjoy the experience and the yeah, process. That's fair enough. That yeah. is. And I do agree, every so often, there is one that comes along that I just go, well, that was really good. That was, well, that was right up my street. That ticked every single box. <laughs> what was the last one you saw that that was? What was the damn? What was the last one that I saw that really ticked every single box? Jeez. Mmm. I think I'll have to think on that one. I don't know. I think the last one was maybe Spider-Man: No Way Home. Oh, okay. I really like that one. That one was like borderline top level everything yeah it's rare that i give films five out of five stars because five out of five to me is literally this is a perfect film i would not change anything and i think the last film that came out that was like that that i was like this is perfect Mm. start to finish Mm. no problems with it at all wouldn't change a single second probably baby driver i really dug that yeah i know but again it's just like out of nowhere it's just like wow okay all right fine cool i'm kind of not surprised that you're saying that because everybody said that that was a really good film Mm -hmm. the only reason why i'm surprised is because i haven't really heard you talk about that film Well, it's just because I do sometimes also feel like if a film is that good and I've watched it like a couple of times, it's like, great, it is that good. I don't need to keep watching it because I can appreciate how good it is and I'll break it out every so often and remind myself of how good it is. But I'll I'll leave it so that it's because it's so good. I don't want it to like lose that impact. Yeah, so I need to like forget thing. about it a yeah, little bit, that, no, that is and true. then go, "Hey, actually, this is like." Let's I remind myself. I never sit down and put films on. No. Never. No. I never. I. I just don't. No. The last time I did that was. Oh, actually, I did it the other day. You did I? it the other day for Jailhouse Rock. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, but that was just yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, 
I put Anastasia on. Oh yes, I yeah, yeah, Anastasia. Yeah. I really liked that film when I was younger. Really liked that yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, that's the first time I've actually put a film on properly and sat down and watched myself from start to finish for ages, like a really long time. The one before that was the Hannah Montana film, <laughs> <laughs> but I'd never seen it. I'd never seen the Hannah Montana film before. I think I'm starting to. Uh, I think I'm starting to get where this magical pixie dust for films is is coming from. I think I think we're starting to see a trend now. Hannah Montana movie, the Anastasia movie. I don't know. Start starting to see that trend. What's the trend? Well, I mean, the trend is that they're all available on Disney Plus at the oh. moment. But you know, we're not endorsed by them. <laughs> but you know, so I think it's about time that we start wrapping up and rating Kung Pao into the. I think we, I think we need well, to I talk was about. The... For you, you're supposed to rate it. Well, yeah, yeah, I think I need to. What What was the favorite bit of the film? What was your favorite bit of the film? <laughs> My favorite bit of the film. My favorite bit of the film okay. is when the idiot guy, or they make out that he's an idiot, because um, like the old master says, <laughs> we, we trained him. We didn't really train him wrong as a joke. <laughs> we trained him wrong on purpose as a joke, and he stands up and That's he's like, so "If you funny. got an ass, I'll kick it." Because like his voice is so like he's so dumb. Yeah. It's, oh, I love it. I love that so much. And I they like... have the intermission. They have the intermission in the middle of the film. <laughs> they just like advertising products and stuff. Like, oh, it's just so funny. The intermission bit was genius. I got some yellow liquid for your popcorn. It's, and it's non-dairy too. <laughs> the intermission bit was very very funny. I did like that. That that was that was clever. I think the there were some lines through it that just really really made me laugh like um when she picks up the baby that's been tumbling <laughs> yeah. down the hill and just so cute walks over to the other side <laughs> lets it go again bye bye it down the hill again it's just i like this amount of silliness is like the exact level that i like i don't go over to the monty python level that is too much for me. That okay. is just too over. It's just too... No, it's too much. It gets my nerves. But this is just like the just right amount of... Oh, that's really silly. Oh, that's a bit stupid. But it's funny. Yeah, it's... It's, yeah. it's treading the line. This is this is, this is is the peak. Peak, like, absurdist, yeah, silly humour. So, yeah, yeah I okay. think so. Yeah. Like the squeaky shoes bit. <laughs> I like the Why squeaky shoes Why has he got squeaky bit. shoes? It's just so funny. Oh. I did like the narration every so often. It was like, at this point, I had two choices. I could either duck out of the way and roundhouse kick him, or I could take the claw to the face and fall down dead. Man, I should have gone with option A. It's I like, like, I like that bit because I thought that was funny. I was just like, I was just like yeah. Just, I just choices. like observational comedy. Yeah, I yeah, quite yeah, like yeah. that. Like, and it just makes me laugh that he's watched this film. And he's like, why has he done that? Yeah, why is he banging on his back like that? Why is he doing that? And he's kind of taking the mickey out of it. I, li- I love that. I just love it. <laughs> he just keeps swallowing butterflies. <laughs> starts what are the coming. odds? <laughs> what are the odds that would happen again? <laughs> it's just so funny. <laughs> okay, this is how the rest of our night is going to go now. We're just going to be... Rec- and this is the thing. You thought I didn't enjoy the film. I did. There we go. No, I didn't think you didn't enjoy it. I just thought you were going to laugh a lot more than what I'd heard. That was all. Well, uh, well, the laughter is happening now. Yeah. And that's what matters. It takes a little second to it get it, doesn't it? it? Does. And then you start remembering, oh, it when does. he said that, and when he said that, and yeah. then you realise, I've just recited the whole film and it's all gold. <laughs> yeah. Gold. Solid gold, baby, from start to finish. <laughs> <coughs> so as we do every episode... <laughs> solid gold, baby.
as we do every episode, the person that hasn't seen the film does get to give the film a rating. But every episode, what the rating is out of changes. So do you want to ask me what I, what I need to hear? What are you giving this movie and what are you giving it out of? I am going to give Kong Pao Enter the Fist a nice, solid four stars. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I, re- I, I dug this film. I dug not just the style of comedy in it, because there were some things in it that took me by surprise and made me laugh. And mainly, I do have to say, it's a lot of the guy's facial expressions. Yeah. Steve Odekirk's just, like, his reactions to things <laughs> is like, okay, that's like... I just love the voices that he's given people. It's just, a, so it's just like, little reactions here and there that I'm like, okay, that's, that's, that's quite funny. Like, the way he reacted to something that he did. Like, yeah, he knew yeah. it was going to happen. Yeah. When he said, like, that's a lot of nuts! Yeah. And it, he reacts to that. It's like, okay, weird. <laughs> it's like, okay, fine. Like, it's, it's crazy. Um, but also how cleverly it was made. Like, I can, I, like, I can appreciate yeah, that it that was a took good effort. Idea as well. So, yeah, on those counts, it gets four out of five for me. It's going to be out of gopher chucks. Oh, don't look guys. <laughs> So it's going to be out of four out of five gopher chucks. <laughs> yeah. Out of interest, what would you give it? I mean, you've you. I mean, the rating doesn't really count because you've already seen it. But what 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 would you give it in theory? I'd be giving it five stars because I just laugh constantly the whole time, and that's what I like. I like okay. laughing. I just like laughing. You just like I to like, laugh. I heard a good laugh. somebody once say to me, I'd, and this might be true for a lot of people because I've heard similar things from other people kind of after this as well, since then. Um, they said if I'm watching something on my own I can't laugh or I don't laugh if I'm sitting on my own and I watch something I don't I know I don't I don't yeah. laugh and I just think that's really bizarre is, can, is that weird because I, I laugh the exact same amount whether somebody's there or not if yeah. I'm watching this film on my own I would be crying laughing at it if something it really gets me I will absolutely be laughing and I'll be the only person in the room and I don't mind but generally if I'm watching something I won't I, I like Sometimes I feel like comedy has its best effect when it's shared. You know, if there's other people laughing with you, that makes you feel like you can laugh more. Maybe. You know? I don't know. I just I will still stuff. laugh if I'm by myself. But it sometimes it'll range from like a <laughs> to like a ha <laughs> no, I'll be properly going for it. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well I know that. So there you have it. Kung Pao, enter the fest, gets four out of five gopher chucks from me. But what do you all out there think of this film? Was this a film that you caught on to really early on when it was at the peak of its distribution and peak Matrix spoofing? Did you get a clip of it off the internet and then go and watch all of the rest of the film? Was this something that you watched at a party with all your friends? Or is this a film that has completely passed you by and you now feel the need to watch for whatever reason? 
What film would you have on a t-shirt that you would rather be watching as your cinema-going t-shirt? <laughs> and would you buy t-shirts from our show that said these kinds of things? We want to know your interest in our merch-ability, I guess you can call it. So do interact with our podcast using our hashtag and you can say merch yes or merch no and let us know what you would like to see and don't forget you could be that one person that tips the scales and makes the official unofficial Lizzie McGuire podcast a reality the power is in your hands but these can all be expressed to us using the hashtag BTTRpod on our social medias so that we know when we are being talked about on the internet. I am at Drew Bridger. At Amberinch. Make sure to use that hashtag so that we know when we are being talked about. Amber, if the listeners have enjoyed this episode, what else should they do? They should like, subscribe and review on your podcast service and rate five stars. Also follow at BTTR Podcast on Insta. On Insta, star, star. That's how many stars they should be giving. Mm. No, wait, that's only four. Give us five. What are you stingy for? That was only three. Star, star, star. Oh, in, in star, star, star. Yeah. Give us more than that, you stingy what names. Honestly, come on. Don't forget to tell all of the people in your friends and family group about this podcast as well. Podcasts like this do live and die on word of mouth. If you're really cheeky, here's something you can do. Just download it straight onto their phone without them asking. It'll be a little surprise for them. Just go onto their phone, find out what their password is, go onto it, download it, leave it there for them to find. A little bit cheeky. Just do that. Why not? But until our next episode, when hopefully the heat would have died down a little bit and we don't have to have our fan going in the background. Whee! He's still there. Still cheering us on, our little fan. Until our next episode, Amber. <laughs> That's literally all I could think to do. <laughs> Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> it's too hot to do anything else. <laughs>